Hello, this is P. Andrew Sandlin, founder and president of the Center for Cultural Leadership. Christians can rejoice and should rejoice over the widespread calls to unity today. But too often those calls are not well conceived, not well thought out, and not grounded in an understanding of the Word of God. In some cases, they're positively harmful. Our Lord prays about one flock and one shepherd in John 17. Paul in the book of Ephesians speaks of the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. In numerous places, the Bible exhorts both Old and New Testament for the people of God to live and operate in unity. The unity of the New Testament was not a visible institutional unity. It was, however, a spiritual unity manifested in individual churches and maintained under the oversight of the apostles. Unless there are New Testament apostles today, and I believe that no one today could fulfill the requirements of a New Testament, New Covenant apostle, then Christian unity must be grounded in the truth of the Word of God, the apostolic message, manifested in visible and in some cases institutional ways and all accomplished by the power of the Spirit of God. This unity has very little to do with denominations. Denominations are organizations established to preserve particular uh, theological or practical distinctives, and those distinctives almost always go far beyond the central truths of the Bible. They're examples of what we might call theological hyperspecificity. For Presbyterians, it might be their view of predestination and election. Uh, for Baptists, their view of church polity and baptism. Uh, for Roman Catholics, their view of the sacerdotal uh, priestly system. For uh, Methodists, their view of sanctification. For um, the Charismatics, their view of the gifts of the Spirit. For Lutherans, perhaps their uh, view of consubstantiation. And we could go on and on. Uh, none of these uh, teachings have anything to do directly with what Jude calls the faith uh, once for all definitively delivered to the saints, the great central truths of the Bible that we find expressed also, uh, summarized, I should say, in uh, the Apostles' Creed. Denominations are a source of disunity, not unity. And the same is true of a sort of um, Eucharistic unity. Some sectors of the church uh, set scripture and truth aside or subordinate them to uh, the practice of the Eucharist. Whatever your view may be of uh, communion, I can assure you that one's view of communion is not a central concern of the Bible. Important, perhaps, but not central. In the Bible, unity is found in agreement and affirmation about the faith once for all delivered, expressed first by Jesus Christ and then his apostles, relying, of course, as both of them did, on the Old Testament. The churches of the New Testament failed in many ways, and yet they were legitimate churches. If we stand for the triune God, if we stand for the authority of the Word of God, God's infallible and inspired Word, if we stand for the truths of the faith, as they are summarized, for example, in the Apostles' Creed, we can join in uh, loving one another and in caring for one another, and in our time, standing against the great evils of secularization 
and uh, Gnosticism and the New Age and uh, Islam and other false religions that are uh, making frontal assaults on the faith. We might call this anti-denominational foxhole ecumenism. There is the old adage that there are no atheists in the foxholes. There are also no sectarian denominationalists in foxholes. At least they don't stay there very long. Today, Lutherans and Charismatics and Baptists and Roman Catholics and Presbyterians and Methodists, all of whom affirm the authority of the Word of God, affirm the true Trinitarian faith, affirm the need to stand for the faith once for all definitively delivered to the saints. All of these, I say, stand together. Shoulder to shoulder is the Lord's army. In their own separate churches, yes, at times in their own separate denominations, yet nonetheless standing together in unity against the forces of evil. That is the sort of unity that we envision in biblical Christianity. And that anti-denominational foxhole ecumenism is the unity that we need today. I am P. Andrew Sandlin, ChristianCulture.com.